BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Football Friday live right here on SportsGrid and the early line all across the sports grid network and we welcome you to sportsgrid.com backslash watch where you can find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid i am ben stevens he is donnie Wrightside. a football friday together over the span of these next three hours up until 11 a.m eastern time donnie we get everybody set for a marquee sunday week number nine a weird juxtaposition in the national football league with some very interesting and questionable quarterback matchups but then some marquee games as well starting very early on Sunday as the international series picks back up in Frankfurt Germany week number nine of the NFL season already underway on a Thursday night in Pittsburgh we'll go around the association a warm welcome to Victor Wembanyama and of course DRS a preview of the first Saturday in November of this college football season in 2023 three hours drs let's get it cooking yeah we got a lot to get to which does include what the heck happened out in phoenix last night in back-to-back mm. games the san antonio spurs absolutely smoked the phoenix suns which i didn't see that coming yesterday and how about the thursday night football game the pittsburgh steelers with a pittsburgh steeler-esque football game don't look all that good but oh yeah check the scoreboard the steelers won a football game against a rookie quarterback seemingly that's always what happens i think the titans let that game slip away along with their season but as i said the pittsburgh steelers a must-win situation and got it back in playoff mode DRS, you talked about this yesterday with a minimal over-under of only 36 and a half points. If the score was 10 to 10 or like it was last night at Acquisher, 13 to 10 at the break, you're probably feeling pretty good, but there was only so much room for margin. It stays under 36 and a half with 36 combined points. First, we welcome in our Sports Grid Radio audience here. Hour number one of a Football Friday live on Sirius XM Channel 1. 59 all of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well he is donnie i am ben a football friday on the early line and the pittsburgh steelers get week number nine off to a victorious start around the national football league 20 to 16 the final last night inside acrisure stadium drs the steelers do cover as a three-point favorite and that total of 36 and a half stays under deontay johnson welcome back to the end zone his first touchdown Donnie since the 2021 NFL season and he played all 17 games for Pittsburgh last year in 2022 and that was the go-ahead and winning touchdown just over four minutes remaining in regulation yeah the sideline reporter brought it up yesterday as I guess she talked with him before the game or sometime during the week and he said yeah that touchdown's going to be coming you think a wide receiver's job is supposed to be scoring touchdowns not going years without getting a touchdown but it couldn't came at a bigger moment here and yes he did show up seven catches for 90 yards yesterday mixed yeah. bag on props which I lost on I actually thought the Titans yeah. as we talked about yesterday morning would get to a three it did get to a three game time decision said you know what I'm going to take the Titans plus three and it looked good right up to the end of the football game when the Steelers needed yeah. a drive they got it here they're five and three on the season Mike Tomlin moves on you get that nice little mini buy worked in I don't know how far the Steelers can go because again the right. question has been and also we'll talk about this later the uh, Amazon Prime um, telecast last night saying well yeah. you know Matt Canada actually coaches this way because they don't want to make the mistake because their defense is good nonsense are you kidding me with that Ben I can't wait to talk about this later 
Yeah, we'll break it down here in just a minute because there is a lot to dive through for this Steelers organization. They wear black and gold a lot like the Iowa Hawkeyes, and they play a similar brand of football. DRS yesterday, though, around the association. Victor Wembanyama, the new era has started in the NBA, but last night was the first night that Wemby truly made his impact felt. 132-121, the San Antonio Spurs now have have a winning record at three and two and back-to-back victories against the Phoenix Suns in the desert. Wembanyama last night, DRS, a double-double, 38 points and 10 boards as the Spurs win by 11 outright as a nine-point underdog. The Phoenix Suns were at home. Devin Booker went for 31. KD went for 28, and they got smoked by the Spurs of all teams. And we talked about it yesterday, Ben. 17 and a half points was Victor Webinyama's points prop total at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Like, you know, it sounds about right. We could see him maybe getting around 20 points, but getting into the mid-30s, never saw that coming here. What a monster performance. And it does feel like now he has finally arrived in the NBA. A signature win, a signature moment in the first two weeks of the season. I love to see it. Showing you all that he can do. Three of six from deep as well over that three-point prop. They're hanging at one and a half. I'm not sure it remains at one and a half for much longer. All of these games between the two this year have gone to the over. Four of the first five for San Antonio. Well to the over. Something to know for your association handicapping. In Philadelphia last night, Joel Embiid, the reigning MVP, leads the 76ers to a victory deal. 114-99 over Toronto. The second leg of a back-to-back for the Raptors, and Philly takes advantage. They cover at home, Donnie, as a near seven-point favorite. The moniker yesterday, sometimes it's not who you play, Ben, it's when you play them. You get the Raptors off an exciting victory over the Milwaukee Bucks, then travel on the road 24 hours later and get smoked by the Philadelphia 76ers. I like what the Sixers got going on. It is a shame you're not going to see them with James Harden or another superstar this year, at least we don't think. But certainly, it doesn't show that they've affected them. 3-1 on the season. The one thing the Sixers have always done well is played at home, now 2-0 in their home court. They are 3-1 and one straight up and 4-0 against the spread. Let's fly through the association. No Zion last night for the Pels. No B.I. Brandon Ingram either, but still they handle business against the Detroit Pistons at home. The Pels win by nine points, Donnie, 125-116. Yeah, a couple teams off of back-to-backs here. When you see the superstars out, you sort of lean toward the other side. Not yeah. the case. Pels still dropped 125 yesterday without those stars. Good performance by them. Third game in four days for Detroit. C.J. McCollum leading the way for the entirety of the game, 33 points. Matthew Stafford, DRS, missed practice yesterday, but Sean McVay did say earlier this week he would be a true game-time decision. The UCL tendon in his right throwing thumb. The Rams this week, Donnie, hoping that Stafford can be out there. Brett Rippin looks like you're about to get ready and have some fun and be at the controls of that Rams offense. Not looking good. How do you trust a quarterback with a bum throwing hand and that thumb is acting up? I can't trust the Rams Tough. this weekend. Brett Rippin for me. A three-point spread right now in favor of the Packers. The two face off in Lambeau. Donnie, bad news for Duke. Entering last night's game on the road in Winston-Salem against Wake. Riley Leonard going to be out for the foreseeable future with another lower body injury. But Duke still finds it's way to rally against the Demon Deacons winning 24-21. I mean, the game of the year in the state of North Carolina, apparently, at that point here. But good on Duke here. Not a secondary quarterback, but a third-string quarterback that leads you to victory. That's pretty good stuff. That shows you have a pretty good coaching staff down there, Ben. The collar getting hot in Ann Arbor. The coaches, the ADs around the Big Ten want new commissioner Tony Petiti to levy some punishment on Jim Harbaugh and Michigan football. What will the new commish do? We look back on Thursday Night Football. Up next, live right here on TEL. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's a football Friday live right here on the early line on SportsGrid with a football weekend already underway. Week number nine in the National Football League kicking off last night in Pittsburgh. It might be a football Friday, but it's always nighttime in Pittsburgh. I am Ben. He is Donnie. And Donnie, the Steelers victorious, improving to a 5-3 and three record this year. 20-16, to 16, the win over Tennessee. The only points scored in the fourth quarter that final touchdown from Kenny Pickett to Deontay Johnson just over four minutes remaining in the fourth and final corner the first touchdown grab for Deontay Johnson since 2021 and again he played in all 17 games for the Steelers a season ago the go-ahead and winning touchdown Deontay Johnson finds his way back into the end zone the Steelers cover as a three-point favorite the total by the hook stays under 36 and a half yes it did stay under and also an interesting under because he ended a football game the Tennessee Titans drove the length of the football field had a legitimate chance to punch in a touchdown but a late turnover interception there you can't really blame Will Levis you got to try to make a play here throw into double coverage it just didn't work out in their favor but you know I got to give credit to the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line what were the question marks coming into this game Ben with them they're not a very good pass blocking unit how about that didn't give up any sacks here Kenny Pickett what did you need from him I thought he would get over his 213 and a half and had a great start to the football game but I can't say Kenny Pickett played bad. Passer rating 88.2. He didn't turn the football over, made the plays that he needed to. But also, how about the running game and the much maligned yeah. running game for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Look at the final statistics, Ben. 30 carries, 166 yards, five and a half yards per carry with a touchdown, which quite frankly was inches away from a second touchdown on that final drive with Jalen Warren. They were impressive last night. Sometimes you could look at the numbers and say, boy, oh boy, where's that matchup going to come from? I didn't think the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers would be able to run the the ball effectively they really did well last night yeah they certainly did drs 30 carries like you mentioned a buck 66 more rushing yards than passing yards last night and kenny pickett wasn't even sacked donnie i love the look that you had earlier in the day over 213 and a half we're not asking for 225 we're not asking for 250 we're certainly not thinking 300 plus and a sensational passing performance out of Kenny Pickett just 215 yards or even 214 a number Kenny Pickett had cleared in every game all five he had played into the fourth quarter this year for the Steelers unable to do so last night but the offense did just enough and let's speak about the offense Donnie for this Pittsburgh Steelers side the Tennessee Titans had more total yards last night than that of the Steelers the Steelers in all eight of their games so far this year have been outgained by the opposition they are now the only team in NFL history to be outgained in each of their opening eight games and still post a winning record somehow Donnie some way Donnie the Steelers are five and three Hey, yeah, and this is Steeler football at this point, which got to be maddening there for your crowd because even the boos were raining down at times, which included, I mean, can we understand the plight of an NFL offense is, look, just be satisfactory here. Do the things we know that works. They get down to the one-yard line. They bring in the Wildcat and get a false start. And quite frankly, if they didn't get a false start, it was a five-yard loss, so they're lucky they actually had a false start here. Now, it turned into a penalty on the Tennessee Titans defense, which then equated into Deontay Johnson's touchdown, but it's just hard to win football 
football games in the NFL, what do the teams you look at? The Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Miami Dolphins. When you need to put a drive together, you can do it at any time. And it seems like the Steelers' whole MO is, well, if we can just get to the fourth quarter and hang around in that football game, maybe we can get lucky with one drive. It doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. And as I say that, they should be better. Kenny Pickett's a good quarterback. You know, second year, he should know the league a little bit better and some of the coverages are going to see. You have two good outside weapons at the wide receiver position. You have some capable running backs. There's no need to say, let's just play every game around the teens and see if we can win. That's not going to win championships or Super Bowls, but for Mike Tomlin, it does win regular season games, Ben, and it won a game last night. It certainly won for Mike Tomlin. The Steelers now one and one straight up and against the spread as a favorite this year. But Donnie, both teams entered last night as hugely profitable underdogs. Both were four and two ATS entering week nine as the dog this year in both outstanding records against the number and even straight up as a dog under their current head coach. 17 years now under Mike Tomlin, six years under Mike Vrabel. The Titans now 29 19 and 1 against the number as a dog 26 and 24 straight up some compliments to Will Levis the statistical line not nearly as good as it was in his NFL debut last Sunday in Nashville with over a week to prepare coming off the bye but on a short week making his first road start Donnie he looked really comfortable back there 22 of 39 262 yards had four touchdown tosses last week tying an NFL record zero touchdowns yesterday and that costly interception at the end but again he feels very in command of this offense but for me Donnie it's not Will Levis it's the utilization of Derrick Henry three wins now for the Titans this year three and five the overall mark in all three wins Derrick Henry has had at least 22 rush attempts and yes I am bitter as the hook giveth and it taketh over 17 and a half rush attempts was my best bet for this Thursday night football game last night King Henry finishes with 17 carries for 75 yards and a score and by the way, he was really close in the second half. It was an early play where he took a ball off tackle and got a shoestring tackle on him or else he was gone for 60-plus yards. And then you probably would have had the football late in that game just running the clock out as opposed to having to pass yeah. on that final possession, and you would have covered that fairly easy. And we always like to say, it's a game of inches. That one goes for a touchdown. I'm not too sure the Pittsburgh Steelers would be coming back for more than a touchdown in that game. But credit them, they did. And also, for Kenny Pickett, only have 160 yards. That third down and long pass down the sideline to Deontay Johnson was was sensational for that 32-yarder. Yep. That gets knocked away. I don't think the Steelers win that football game. So, again, this game was much closer than even the 20-16 to 16 because I thought the Tennessee Titans overall, after that first drive, were the better football team here. You bring up a good point to one Will Levis. What are we going to see out of the future? Traylon Burks goes down with an injury. That was the first-round draft pick that you hoped would have replaced A.J. Brown. I don't think that's going to happen now. But you still have viable options in DeAndre Hopkins. You still have viable options in Henry. But now you sit there at 3-5. and five. Maybe the hottest team in the NFL is in your division with the Jacksonville Jaguars. The rest of the season is just going to be see, going to see how Will Levis plays, but there's a lot of yeah. question marks as you enter into the future of who's going to surround Will Levis. But early indications, he looks like an NFL quarterback, big, strong, and looks like a command of the offense. So many times, Ben, they brought up on the telecast, yeah. hey, look at this. Will Levis in his second career start is picking out the blitzer correctly and making adjustments at the line of scrimmage. That's a great start for his career so far. And on a short week, not nearly as long of prep time as he had entering his first career NFL start last Sunday in Nashville. To be up to tempo on those things, a true testament to Levis. Donnie, I would be fascinated if this game happened before the trade deadline, if King Henry and Nuke DeAndre Hopkins would be on the move. Only four grabs for D-Hop last night, but 11 targets. Four grabs, 60 yards. Let's highlight the standouts on the other side for Pittsburgh. Jalen Warren, the young guy out of NC State, 14 overall touches, 113 total yards. He had 88 on the ground. But the ground game, whether it was Warren or Najee Harris, Donnie, good last night. 16 carries for Najee, 69 yards and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, injured in the opening game, Donnie, against the 49ers for Pittsburgh. He has been back the last three weeks he has had at least 79 receiving yards in all three of those games seven grabs on nine targets last night for 90 yards in his first touchdown since 2021 
Yeah, and by the way, if you would have told me before the game, seven catches for 90 yards for Dante Jonte, you know who I would go to next? Like, man, Pickens probably had himself a pretty good night yeah. as well. Two catches yeah. for minus one yards, and you still win. It's ugly in Pittsburgh here. Hopefully it'll open up, but also keep in mind, the things that they've struggled with here have been the run game. If you're going to get a run game as solid as it was last night, eventually things will open up downfield for the Pittsburgh Steelers, or at least that's what we're hoping that Canada's offense. The Steelers still have an updated win total of nine and a half. The under has the hefty juice. I think they will have a winning record like they have had in every year under Mike Tomlin, at least not a losing record, but still on the outside of the postseason at this moment around the association next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Victor Wembanyama is here. The 2023-24 NBA season, about a week and a half in. The in-season tournament around the association. For the first time ever debuts tonight. We'll preview that later on in hour number three. But we look back on a quadruple header four games last night in the NBA. And Wemby Donnie has been here for a while. But last night, his first true testament and statement that he is here in the association and he's one of the best that you will find on the floor. 38 points for Wembenyama last night in Phoenix. 10 boards as well as the Spurs pull off the upset for the second straight time against the Phoenix Suns. But last night, pretty dominant. Winning by 11 points outright as a 9-point underdog. It's your tremendous performance. Like, it's one thing if Webb and Yama, who we wouldn't knock this, like, hey, by the way, first big night against the Pistons at home, he was sensational. Or against the Rockets on the road, like, oh, well, okay, yeah, we'll take that. And that looks really good. This is a team I actually think is going to win the NBA championship and still had two of their big three on the court. And those two of the big three actually performed well for the Phoenix Suns. Webb and Yama feels like, as we said to start the show, has arrived. 38 points. And also keep in mind, this is back-to-back road games in Phoenix that they've won here. When we talk about Popovich trying to find a way to say, you know what, it's a younger team here. Webanyama is going to work his way in. Let's see what we can do. I'm not going to say that the Spurs are here to wreck the NBA in a way they go with Webanyama. Yeah. They're going to have their trials and tribulations. But at this point right now, that was an impressive back-to-back as you can have. What were the odds on them outright victories over the Suns at both maybe 7.5 yeah. to 8.5 point dogs on those nights? That's an incredible performance here that I didn't see coming. You you saw Devin Booker was going to get that start last night. And immediately I go, man, the Suns are going to win easy tonight. It's payback time. And my goodness, it was double payback for the Spurs going like, yeah, Spurs, yeah, Suns. Raise your game up to try to meet us. How about that? And it wasn't like Devin Booker had to knock off the rust after only playing <laughs> opening night, scoring 32, and then trying to find his footing once again in this young NBA season. D-Book's prop was 27 and a half. He flies over with 31, 31 or more in the two games Devin Booker has played for the Suns this year. Kevin Durant added 28 points as well, just under his prop of 28 and a half, but it was Victor Wimbanyama in that performance over the pregame prop of 16 and a hook. 
finishing with 38, had 10 boards as well. Two blocks was three of six from deep. The third most points ever scored by a rookie in Spurs history, only behind a couple of marks from the Admiral David Robinson. And again, DRS, for a guy that has San Antonio over 28 and a half wins, their preseason mm. win total, I love the two results out in the Valley the last couple of nights. And Donnie, not that we have to compare and whatever it might be, and not that anything was a fluke or cheap, but in the first victory over Phoenix, when they did not have Devin Booker, San Antonio had one lead in the game. It just happened to be the final score. Keldon Johnson stripping Kevin Durant, taking it the other way for the game-winning layup with just over a second remaining in regulation. But last night, all four quarters, really solid basketball out of San Antonio. One thing that I'm sure Pop is looking at, DRS, is the defense. The Spurs have allowed at least 114 points in all five of their games this year. Four of the five games have hit the over for San Antonio. Last night's total, 227 and a half. It flies over with that final score of 132-121. Yeah, you're going to give up points to the Phoenix Suns regardless there, but it's the fact that you were able to close as well because we see it a lot in the NBA. Hey, look at the Spurs, 39-20 first quarter. That game is a wrap. No, it's not. It's almost like when a team gets down 20 points, you just automatically bet the other way because you know at some point that game feels like it's going to be tied up. But that wasn't the case. You were really good all the way through for the Spurs. You didn't know and say, hey, moral victory. We got the lead at the half. Let's see what we can do in the second half. You closed the door on the Phoenix Suns, which again included Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, both who shot over 50% from the floor last night. So it wasn't like you yeah. had to rely on those two guys say, hey, they have to have off nights and we have to be great. No, the Suns were fine. Spurs were just better. DRS, the 76ers had not played since Sunday. The Sixers had not played since officially trading away James Harden from the organization. Of course, the Beard hadn't played in any of the three games for Philadelphia yet this year, but still a weight lifted off the shoulders in the city of brotherly love. And last night at home in the Wells Fargo Arena or center? Arena? Center. Center. Arena? Center. 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 Wells Fargo center. The Nick Nurse revenge game goes the way of the Sixers. 114-99. Philadelphia winning and covering as an eight-point favorite. That man, Kelly Oubre, that's the best acquisition Philadelphia has made either in the offseason or in the early going here in 2023-24. Donnie, the 76ers, 3-1 and one straight up this year. A perfect 4-0 and oh against the number. Again, covering last night as an eight-point favorite at the Wells Fargo Center in downtown Philly. And by the way, you also take a look at Kelly Oubre. It was a great offseason addition for the Philadelphia 76ers. Maxi, we know, is going to be a future superstar. And Joel Embiid, the future NBA MVP two-time, maybe here. He's playing Whoa. good basketball. But the reason I bring up those players and who I left out here is typically getting left out. Tobias Harris to start the season, Ben. 20 points, 15 points, 24 points, and 23 points. Where has this been over the yeah. past two years where you were trying to count on this guy in the playoffs and he's seen the cower? One of the worst contracts, as we always like to say, in the NBA and was only affordable last year because you thought his commodity was let's trade him at the deadline because eventually he's going to have an expiring contract he's playing really well for them at this point maybe finally settling in now granted yeah. at the end of the season they probably won't resign him and he'll move on but if you're going to get performances out of Tobias Harris each and every night to go around 20 points that's all Joel Embiid needs and also it's not typically just hey well he's just standing at the three-point line firing away 10 of 17 from the floor last night that's efficient and getting his points inside the arc that's a great sign for the Philadelphia 76ers. Tobias Harris was one of three starters last night, Donnie, for Nick Nurse against his yeah. former team that scored 23 or more points. Now, Joel Embiid was great, 28 points, 13 boards to lead Philadelphia last night, but was he the real MVP of that game, or was it Kelly Oubre? 23 points, 5 of 6 from deep for the lefty sharpshooter for Philadelphia. Tyrese Maxey adds in 18 points as well. That's picture perfect for Philadelphia DRS to start this year again a perfect 4-0 and against the spread Toronto had just come off a 19 point win at home the night prior against the Milwaukee Bucks in which they won outright as a four and a half point underdog not winning outright last night as an eight point dog not even covering the number 215 the total for the Sixers and the Raptors it stays under DRS we talked yesterday in previewing the Pelicans game hosting the Pistons in the Big Easy how good Zion Williamson had been in the opening four games for the Pels well he didn't play last night 
Neither did Brandon Ingram. It didn't matter. New Orleans, a nine-point victory at home, 125-116. They cover as a short three-and-a-half-point, four-point favorite after that final lineup was introduced. The Pistons this year, Donnie, now three-and-two against the number as a dog. Their third game in four days, the Pels, four-and-one straight up and against the spread they have covered in every single win this year everybody loves balance in their lineup and that's exactly what you got last night out of the Pels 20 points from Ryan 21 from Jones Valanchunas 23 points how about that CJ McCollum 33 points last night that's a victory there yeah. now both of these teams were coming off back-to-back games both had to fly into New Orleans and New Orleans still had those legs here if you were taking a look at an under which I thought might have been a decent play in that game certainly wasn't the case 34 points out of the Pistons in the second half 30 excuse me 34 points in the third quarter 33 in the fourth quarter so you didn't have any of those dead legs last night the Pelicans we're just a better ball club and had that big second quarter to buoy them for the second half. Matt Ryan, not the quarterback that's now Ooh. an NFL analyst, but Matt Ooh. Ryan scores 20 points to get the start last night in New Orleans. Again, C.J. McCollum leading the way, 33 points. The Pels, again, 4-1 and one straight up and 4-1 and one against the number. The Pistons are a young team. They're going to take their lumps this year under new head man Monty Williams. Their third game in four days. They get a little bit of rest. Now, one final game, DRS, of the four we had last night. The Magic on the road in Salt Lake against the Jazz. It was a one and a half point spread in favor of Orlando. And it's a good thing it was only one and a half points. The Magic win by two, 115-113 on the road in Salt Lake. Welcome back. Paolo Bancaro, the reigning NBA Rookie of the Year, the first overall draft pick in the 2022 NBA draft, has by far, Donnie, his best scoring performance of the year. His first time with more than 15 points. He scores 30. He finally makes me look good, and he goes over that points prop last night of 16.5 in Utah. Yeah, we've been calling for that here, certainly yourself, yesterday. You know what, Ben Carroll? Time to step up to the plate. 39 certainly will do that. That's a nice win, even though the Jazz, I believe, were on back-to-backs here. That was in elevation. Yeah. That's where your advantage is supposed to be. That's a nice win for the Magic. 2-2 two and two now on the road this season. 3-2 and two overall. Good night for the Magic. The Magic right now, Donnie, three and two straight up, like you mentioned. They have covered in all three of their victories. Their two losses this year, back-to-backs in Los Angeles against the Clippers where they got hammered, and or the Lakers first, and then the Clippers. The Magic not a bad side at this moment. Again, 30 points from Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, puts in 21 points as well. Utah 2 and 4 straight up this year now 3 and 3 against the spread. It was only a point and a half number in favor of the Magic, but winning by 2, they do cover. Donnie, the NBA in-season tournament starts tonight. When you look up and down the board, it's just regular season games. That's the format, that's the structure, but these regular season games have that added impact DRS of the in-season tournament within pool play. Again, there are three groups in each conference six in total Donnie that's how the in-season tournament is structured here in the very beginning and by the way if if you need like monikers and commercials and have to break down exactly what this tournament is we have done it differently here Ben shut the NBA down for the season for about two weeks here put them in almost like a bubble environment I think people would really have bought into that but the fact that you have to have a calculator out to realize who's playing and what it means ridiculous We'll see how the added incentive is. We preview the NFL Week 9 next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. 
Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Week number nine of the NFL season now already underway. The Steelers started off with a victory on Thursday night at home against the Titans 20 to 16. The final Pittsburgh covers as a field goal favorite at home and the total of 36 and a half stays under. So now we look forward to the Sunday slate around the National Football League. And Donnie, it's a weird Sunday schedule. There's some really great games, some marquee matchups like we haven't seen truly yet this year around the National Football League. But there is also some games where you go, who is lining up under center? Who is the starting quarterback for this team? We will preview it all here on this Football Friday on TEL. But a part of the marquee side of things on Sunday afternoon, Donnie, in Philadelphia at the link. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles. The first matchup between these two bitter NFC East rivals of this season. Philly booked as the favorite. They're laying three at home at this moment. The Birds, Donnie, a favorite in all eight of their games already this year. Soon to make it nine in this monumental week nine matchup against Dallas. Yeah, and this is going to be a big one here, and rightfully so, 425. It's going to get ratings, going to be everything you want, superstars across the map, and away we go. And also, the Philadelphia Eagles getting slighted, I think, a little bit here, Ben, with that three-point line. The Eagles have the best record in the NFL, but it seems like the week-to-week moniker for the Eagles is, oh, they won again, yeah, but they should have lost that game. The 49ers lose three in a row. It's like, well, what do you want them to do? Like, they're a little bit injured. Like, give them a little bit of slack. The Eagles don't get that, but that's why you're a good football team, right? You shouldn't have to get that slack. You made it to the World Championship game last year in the Super Bowl, you didn't come away with it. You're having a very good season. You expect big things. But this game for me is going to come down to a few different components. It's whether or not Jalen Hurts is fully 100% healthy, which it seems like he hasn't been the past couple weeks, but still been ultra effective in the pocket. Why? Because A.J. Brown has gone nuclear at the wide receiver position and nobody can cover him. But I got to tell you, starting to come on strong, a really talented wide receiver in that Dallas offense is CeeDee Lamb. You take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook this weekend, it's a 75 and a half. Why do I bring him up? Because yeah. the one part that you can really attack the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, sometimes it's an anomaly where, for some reason, the Washington Commanders, doesn't matter Eric Bieniemy or not, starting quarterbacks changing here, they always seem to get after the Eagles' secondary. Yeah. But it's been that third cornerback position, the slot cornerback, where if C.D. Lamb is going to line up inside multiple times, Mike McCarthy can scheme him open. This is going to be a fantastic game to watch all the way through, but that's the combination I need. I have a feeling like if C.D. Lamb approaches 100 yards, the Dallas Cowboys have a legitimate chance to come into Philadelphia and win. If CeeDee Lamb does not hit his prop of 75 and a half, I do think they're going to struggle to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Sometimes it doesn't come down to multiple players. Sometimes it comes down to one player that I'm looking at. CeeDee Lamb, that's the linchpin here for the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday at the link. Donnie, it is really interesting because Dak Prescott has a higher passing yards prop of 250 and a half than that of Jalen Hurts. It's 243 and a hook. A number Jalen Hurts has gone over now in six consecutive games after not throwing for 200 yards in the opening two and in that six game span of over 245 and a half multiple games above 300 three of the six at least 303 passing yards putting up the stat performances you would expect out of an MVP front runner I would keep an eye on that prop for Jalen Hurts I would also look at the number for AJ Brown 82 and a half is the receiving yards prop for AJ Brown who has had 125 or more in six consecutive games now an NFL record to make it seven straight 125 plus four Brown is a plus 320 price but Donnie this is a monumental game for these two top contenders in the NFC and of course the divisional race in the NFC East the birds enter with the best record in the NFL at seven and one the Dallas Cowboys a five and two football team the Eagles the 
favorites in the NFC East at minus 250. But there's that weird quirk, Donnie. The two-decade-long trend now, virtually, of a non-repeat champion in this division. We have not seen a team win back-to-back divisional crowns in the NFC East since 2004. And who won it last year in 2022? That would be Philadelphia. This first matchup, Donnie, is the first between the two in the next five or six games for the Eagles. That will decide the division. These two matchups, because we're not really too concerned with the Commanders and the Giants at this moment. Yeah, this is a big stretch for the Philadelphia Eagles. And sometimes when we say, Ben, some games mean more than others, they really do. The games that you're circling for the Philadelphia Eagles over this next five to six week period are going to be the Dallas Cowboys game that they're going to play here. They're also going to have a repeat in a couple weeks down with the Dallas Cowboys and also sandwiched right in there is that 49ers game. Now, they are going to play Kansas City. They're going to play Buffalo, those meaningful games. Absolutely. Measuring stick games on a national stage just to see how you measure up with the AFC. They make sense. But this is a massive game for the Eagles. You can put some separation between yourself and the Dallas Cowboys with the victory and you're supposed to win these football games at home here if the Dallas Cowboys end up winning this game this Sunday they put themselves back up on the podium with a chance to say no 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 we're the best team in the NFC we just beat the best team in the NFL record wise now show us some respect and they will get that here I'm just waiting to see how this is going to play out across the board it's hard to win in Philadelphia. It's hard to win on the road. And the Eagles are playing very good football. And coming in outside of that Jalen Hurts knee, which who knows how much it'll affect them. They're a pretty healthy football yeah. team from that perspective. But growing up, there's no bigger game in the city of Philadelphia than the Cowboys game. Now, sometimes a rivalry yeah. can be one-sided. Every single year, growing up as a kid, you're taught to say Dallas with either an excellent before and or after the name Dallas here. And that still abides here. This is a monster game in Philadelphia where it used to be yeah. when I was growing up and beat the Dallas Cowboys. That is your Super Bowl. There are multiple years. We beat the Dallas Cowboys. Then the Cowboys were going to win the Super Bowl. But we still felt justified because we got our win in against the Cowboys. It's not like that anymore. Yeah. But there are high stakes. And that hatred between both of the franchises is still there. Donnie, I think this is an interesting game from the spread perspective as well. The Eagles in 2022, including the run to the Super Bowl, 20 total games. This year so far, of course, eight. They have been booked as a favorite in 27 of those 28 combined games since the start of last season, the only game, the underdog in Super Bowl 57 against Kansas City. So this year, they are 7-1 and one straight up as a favorite, 4-2-2 two, and two against the numbers. But I think there's been three times on the schedule, Donnie, where you could find a discounted number in favor of the birds. That Monday night football game in Tampa, it was a four and a half point spread. A few weeks ago against the Rams in L.A., only a three and a half point number. And then a couple of Sunday nights ago at home in Philly, just a three point favorite against the Miami Dolphins. A true step up in competition for the Finns. Philadelphia won by two touchdowns. Philly has covered in all three three of those games is this a discount against a Dallas team who has only been an underdog once in their seven games in 2023 Donnie but when they were against another NFC rival on the road in San Francisco Dallas a three and a half point underdog against the 49ers they lost that game by 32 points and also, yes, the step-up games, right? You said the Dallas Cowboys step-up environment. They got smashed by the 49ers. You have the Eagles, let's just say, in a step-up game. I don't want to say it's a step-up game, but just elite competition, what we think to be elite competition with, let's just say, the Miami Dolphins. Handled that with flying colors here. So if you're going to back that up, and also let's keep in mind, I like the Dallas Cowboys. They're really talented. They're going to the playoffs. They lost to the Arizona Cardinals. And also, this game yeah. isn't in Jerry World with your own crowd. You're in Philadelphia, dome team going out in the elements here. And Dak Prescott not really known as a big-time game football player. So all that's going to level up. The Philadelphia Eagles are really good. So are the Cowboys. But if we're just going to old-school metrics here, what happens if this game is on a neutral field? It's really a pick between these two. So all you're getting is the nope. hometown discount on the Philadelphia Eagles here at Lincoln Financial Field. That's the way I look at it. If you think the Eagles are winning the football game, you obviously think they're going to cover the spread. I think the Eagles win the football game, so I think they cover the spread.
I would agree with you as well, Donnie Wrightside, because it's a phenomenon for teams that at are, that are at the top of either their conference or the league as a whole, but when they're not expected to win a football game, can they pull the upset as a short underdog? Hasn't happened for the Cowboys in their one-game sample size. It hasn't happened for the Miami Dolphins either. They have been booked as an yeah. underdog, Donnie, twice this year. They have lost in both of those games by multiple scores. 14 points, like we mentioned, against Philadelphia they lost by four touchdowns on the road in Buffalo technically a road game for Miami on Sunday and it's a long road out in Frankfurt Germany against the Kansas City Chiefs DRS the next game up on the week nine slate a 9 30 a.m. Eastern time slot start here stateside but the game in Frankfurt the international series revs up once again KC just a point and a half favorite you can see how close it is on the money line minus 124 in favor of the Chiefs a total at 50 and a half Donnie it's a virtual pick em here who do you think wins the football game it's a really good one. I would like to lean with the Chiefs. I think their defense is a little bit better. They have Patrick Mahomes now certainly not worried about him. Flu-like conditions here on the day of the game. He said he feels good. He's ready to go. Andy Reid coming off a loss. You know they're going to be excited. But also, if you're the Chiefs and Chiefs fans, where would you rather play this game? In Germany? Yeah, that's pretty cool. But you know what's cooler for them? Playing in Arrowhead, which the Chiefs are the home yeah. team. And quite frankly, the game should have been at Arrowhead. But the NFL, for some reason, wants to play games in Germany that are ultra-meaningful and might decide home field advantage. Go figure, right, for the almighty dollar. But you know what I get a kick out of the most this week? You know, being a wide receiver growing up. Now, look, I'm not playing in games in Germany. I'm not playing in big football games left and right. I'm probably playing in front of a couple hundred fans. I love Tyree Kill, and I love his mindset here. Because think about this. We talk so much about A.J. Brown in a playoff football game against the Giants last year where the Eagles were smoking them. He was furious on the sideline because he didn't get his. That's how maniacal wide receivers are at the height of the moments. You have Tyree Kill going against his his previous team and now playing with the Dolphins going, I'm going to show them what I'm worth here. And every comment coming up, including this quote here, it really doesn't matter where we play at. You feel me? They're going to get this work wherever. He's been spouting off by saying, yeah, I hope the Chiefs have a good football game, but I hope we beat the brakes off them at the same time. The reason I'm getting into this is because when you look at prop bets moving forward, you know to a tag of Iloa goes, hey, look, Tyreek, I'm going to take care in this football game. I know how much it means to you. The same thing when A.J. Brown goes up against another good wide receiver in Tyreek Hill and goes, you better get me the football and don't embarrass me where this guy can run wild on the opposite side and I can't counter him. So even though you have high numbers for Tyreek Hill, he is going to be in this game plan, double-digit attempts coming his direction, and I'm going to guarantee yeah. he's going to hit pay dirt, backflipping in the end zone, because why? He's a big team player, this is a big-time game, and he's going to do some damage. 92.5 is the receiving yards prop for Tyreek Hill, a number he has gone over as well, Donnie, in five of eight games yeah. this year for the Dolphins, at least 112 receiving yards when he has. He also has eight touchdown grabs in eight games, a touchdown in all but one game this year for the Finns. Of course, throwing him the football now to Atunga Vailoa. 271.5 is the passing yards prop for Tua. He has the third best price to win the NFL MVP behind Jalen Hurts. In the reigning MVP, Patrick Mahomes, 284 and a half. The total is 50 and a half. It's high. Donnie, you mentioned the weather report for Frankfurt. Yep. Yes, we have to break down the weather report for Frankfurt, Germany this weekend. Expected to be a little bit windy there at Allianz Stadium in Germany throughout this weekend which is interesting for a total and offensive scheme mainly through the air everybody will tell you in football wind more so than rain cold or snow affects what your offensive scheme looks like but Donnie here's the key for me here's why I think the Chiefs win this game outright and cover as a one and a half point favorite the offense has not been very good this year no offensive touchdowns last week against Denver only a couple of field goals after week number eight 23 four points per game last year following week eight 32 points per game best in the nfl more next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We round out this opening hour of a Friday here on the early line on Sports Grid. I am Ben. He is Donnie. This is the early line. How about the earliest line, the 2024 World Series prices? Because, Donnie, the World Series in 2023 ended just a few days ago. The Rangers winning their first World Series championship in franchise history over the Arizona Diamondbacks in five games in this rendition of the Fall Classic. So the reigning champs will enter 2024 as the favorites, right? Wrong. Eight to one is the price on the Rangers alongside their in-state foe, the Houston Astros, also plus 800. But as is often the case, Donnie, the two teams at the top tier in the National League are the betting favorites entering a new season. Atlanta, the solo favorite at six to one. The Dodgers, a full dollar behind at plus 700. Yeah, and that's as expected here. We thought the best team overall last year was the Atlanta Braves. No surprise. They're listed at the top of the order. The Los Angeles Dodgers, who finished crashing and burning late in the season because their pitching staff fell apart. We know they have the ammunition to go out and also sign better pitchers and also getting Walker Bueller back from a UCL injury. The Texas Rangers, by the way, I think they're getting cheated a little bit here at an 8-1 to price. They should be the overall favorites because if you're being objective here, look, Max Scherzer's probably going to come back next year, right? It'll be like a third or fourth starter at max on that team because if you expect Jacob DeGrom to come back and pitch well along with Eovaldi and Montgomery with that superstar lineup they should be bumped up yeah. same thing with the Philadelphia Phillies at 10 to 1 they're a legit threat here no as doubt. well there's a lot of good baseball teams here but the one that you point out hey the Diamondbacks just made the World Series yeah good luck with that 40 to 1 next year congratulations 40 to 1 for Arizona I think that is value now I'm not sure why our graphics producers, either Steve Sadovoy or Jesse Metzger, did this, but a slight to the best team in the American League all year long. The Orioles also 18-1, to Donnie, alongside the Twins and the Padres. They were left off the graphic. A lot could potentially change as well, Donnie, depending on where Shohei Otani goes this offseason. Hour number two of a football Friday starts in 55 seconds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.